last time. Time to tap in Spotify. Daryl and Boober podcast time. Time for fun. Everything's alright. Daryl and Boober podcast time. Time to tap in Spotify. Daryl and Boober podcast time. Time for fun. Everything's alright. Put you in a hot seat, hit you with the questions, not me. Then go to war with words, a little bit of back and forth, and you're black and blue, gonna give you more. Scotty Darrow, Ricky Boober, hot seat, Habanero podcast, shout out Mordenero. That's how they do it, be sure to be tuning into a Spotify, is where you'll be listening to it like hallelujah. WTF, this podcast is next, bro. Darrow and Boober, be funny as heck, ho. Darryl and Boober, podcast time, time to tap in Spotify. Darryl the Boober Podcast Time. Time for fun. Everything's what up, everybody? Welcome to the Daryl and Boober Show. I'm Ricky Boober Hayes. What's going on, everybody? I'm Daryl Scott McCarg. We got a special episode today, buddy. Man, Ricky did his magic again. <laughs> we we have on the line with us today the owner of the Wichita Sky Kings, yeah. Ben Hammed. What's going on, brother? That's right. That's right. Hey, guys. Hey, 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 did I get your last name right? You did. You did. Exactly I, right. You, I, was, I, was, I was a little worried about it. <laughs> no, no, you guys killed it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. That was quite an intro song. I loved it. It's, it's uh, sticky in the brain for sure. So, you're going to be humming it later probably. Heck yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the plan. Sweet. Right. Well, uh, let's just hop into it. I, I'm going to get to know you a little bit. Uh, can we get a little bit of your origin story and uh, your upbringing, what you came from, and and kind of where we're at today? Kind of what brought you to Wichita? Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, I grew up overseas uh, in Lebanon. My parents were missionaries uh, uh-huh. there and uh, moved to the U.S. at 18. And uh, uh, after college, I went into commercial real estate and uh, in commercial real estate, you know, you get a commission check and you think you're on top of the world at 20, 21 years old. So uh, I moved out to, to Kansas and in, in a small town in Larned and bought a little building and fixed that up and flipped it and uh, kept going from there. And so my main business is buying and flipping shopping centers uh, as well as businesses. And then uh, this is the first foray into pro sports. But uh, the logic makes sense. If you can get people into a half dead mall and turn that around. You can take a, a good product uh, like professional basketball and, uh, you know, really make it exciting for people. I like your style, Ben. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I already like you. I, okay. I, I, th- <laughs> I, I think you need to buy the, the West Wichita mall. Exactly. That, yeah. that needs a lot of help. I'd love to. I'd love to. I know that guy. I've known him for many years. We've bought and uh, I've bought stuff from him. I've never sold anything to him, but uh, we'll see. I'd say three years from now is going to be the time where he looks at uh, maybe two or three years from now when he looks at selling at a price that makes sense. But you say. know, uh, it's, it's still about two years off. But we'll we'll be here if it happens. What a huge! I mean, just what a huge property that's just set, just kind of just fallen into, just collapsed for a while, right? And, and you weird. know. I heard a rumor about that. It was uh, they were talking about maybe like a retirement home or some oh, kind wow. of hospital, and I was like, man, that's kind of big for that kind <laughs> of facility. But it's funny. You never know. I mean, he's good at his job, so 
I don't like the way he does development uh, where he doesn't lease it and just kind of lets it run down then sells it off to to somebody else. But he chops it up and sells different pieces and kind of like a wholesaler of like, uh, like cars. A guy buys 16 cars at auction, puts them on a corner lot, and then sells them to individual buyers. That's what this guy does. He buys like a big piece, sells off piece by piece by piece, and, and makes money. But in the process, towns kind of suffer, you know? So, uh, yeah, we, we can talk about Town West all day long and what it should be. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, I think, a few years away from, from getting turned around. Sweet, sweet. What what kind of schooling? Because you you, are, you sound like a really smart man. You uh you you have any schooling that you went to? Or? Just college, you know. I think college, for the most part, for a lot of people, feels like uh, a bit of a waste. So I mean, it's just regular old college. I went to school up in uh, DC, and uh, yeah, finished in four years, and here we are. Nice. Well, I was doing some research on the basketball league, and it seems like there's 55 teams. Is that right? Yeah, there's a lot of teams, and that's mostly because of geographic uh, travel. Okay. Um, in minor league sports, travel is the big uh, inhibitor for a team from California playing us consistently, you know? Because you got to move guys all over the country if it was just like the NBA, you know, where you have smaller, uh smaller number of teams, but they can move around real easily. Uh, so minor league sports oftentimes have more teams in certain divisions. Um, and just for reference, there's no slouch of a league. We send six guys to the league and every single year to the NBA, not to the wow. G League, right. to the NBA. That's Most cool. recently, Chance Comanche, who just signed a two-year, three-year deal with Portland uh, a couple weeks ago, he was in our division like eight months ago. So if our team was playing last year, we would have been playing the seven-footer from Arizona. Uh, and we've got our own seven-one guy from Wake Forest. So like, there's the, there's a really high level of basketball here. Um, wow. And you'll see these guys in the future in the NBA. But for now, you can see them in Wichita for ten bucks. You know. <laughs> um, so really, I just want to back up and just you know kind of start with like just step one. How did the Sky Kings come about? Like, when did you want to do this? How did it kind of form? Like, how did this kind of take off? Yeah, yeah. I uh, watched uh, a show on Hulu uh, where Ryan Reynolds fought a soccer team uh, in uh, Wales, of all places. Um, there's a show on Hulu about his experience. And it looked like so much fun. And, uh, you know, I've, I've done okay in real estate, but I've not uh, not done billions of dollars. So uh, NBA team is out of the realm of possibility. So I started looking around to see uh, if there were any minor league teams uh, in basketball that were available for sale. And honestly, most don't come up for sale because uh, they're passion projects by guys like me uh, who really, really love it. And so we, we ended up uh, starting our own. Uh, starting our own team in, in the TBL and uh, went through a whole process of application and getting that done, and, and mm-hmm. here we are. That's cool, man. Um, well, what does Wichita have to do with that? I mean, did you have to go to Wichita and like get anything approved or anything? I mean, how do you just get a basketball team, you know, in Wichita? No, you don't. I mean, it's it's, it's at your discretion as the owner. But we wanted to uh, actually we like the Brookwood, the company that I own, uh, wanted to have. A, a team in a market that's sizable. You know, there's four or 500,000 people in Wichita proper. Uh, I wanted something in, in a basketball town, and historically, Wichita has been a basketball town, in my opinion. And then uh, I also wanted something where the nearest uh, pro sports uh, for basketball and for like NBA, MLB, all of the, the kind of upper echelon is uh, far away. So 
Um, I'm not the only person who thought that because you've got the Thunder here for 30 years and then you have the Major League uh, uh, Baseball double-A uh, uh, team here in town for a number of years as well. So uh, other people have looked at Wichita and said, you know, minor league sports uh, uh, needs to be here and, uh, you know, they tend to, to flourish over time. So that's why I'm here. Nice. And and I, I noticed Teddy Buckets because – I guess me being a witch, I've been a Wichita State fan, been going to games since I could breathe. And, he, you know, he was a part of the Wichita State program for a, a amount of time. To, so to see him come mm-hmm. back here, I, I think that sparked a big interest from people around these parts. Would you yeah, agree? Yeah, I can I see that for sure. Um, yeah, Kansas is an interesting market. Kansans love people who have been to Kansas, participated in Kansas sports, Kansas, anything, anyone who is from Kansas or lived in Kansas or played in Kansas, they really, really love. So, uh, yeah, I can totally see that, you know, someone who uh, was in the Wichita State program for a brief amount of time. In a perfect world, I'd love to just have Wichita State guys. <laughs> Unfortunately, That'd be cool. even, the, even the, the penultimate team from 2013, the ones that aren't in the NBA, are playing in leagues overseas that are worse than ours. So they wouldn't be an asset to the team. So uh, in a perfect world, I'd love to just have Wichita State guys because I think it'd be a lot easier to get, you know, 10,000 people, 7,000 people, 8,000 people just doing that. But, uh, yeah, it's cool to see Teddy Buckets out here. He's one of the guys that we, we may lose here to the NBA Summer League um, coming up. But we've had a handful of guys invited. Uh, and when you get that invitation to go to the NBA Summer League, there's about three, four weeks of, of prep that you need to do. And the, the thought process is, do you finish out the season here and, and risk an injury? Uh, or do you, you know, take three, four weeks to really get your body right? Because if you perform real well, you get, get an NBA contract and you could be Austin Reeves, you know, Absolutely. Austin Reeves for the Lakers is balling out. And he is balling years out. Ago, he was driving for Uber, like quite literally doing Uber Eats. So, yeah. uh, you know, these, these guys are, are in a place where they got the invites. And so, yeah, that's one that we may, we may end up losing here in, in the next couple months, but yeah, it's hap- I'm happy to see him. He's uh, quite a redemption story for him to really show up and show out and show what a, what a good person he is and uh, uh, what a great ball player he is as well. And, and see, I, I think from your perspective, that can be a gift and a curse, you know, because you love to see those guys succeed and, and go on to bigger yeah. and better things. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's your program and you, and you want to win ball games. So yeah, how does that process? Deep. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry, I was I was just gonna say like what is, what is that process? You know, let's say you lose four or five guys. So is there a pool of guys that you? I mean, you go recruit, you can pull them in, or how yeah. do, how does that process work? Yeah, we're real deep and we're we're really good at recruiting because we've got the a front office and myself and a few people, uh, and then our coach and assistant coach who are all in different levels of basketball. So Coach Sean, for example, was an agent for many years uh, in, in uh, the NBA, worked for an NBA agent, did some overseas work. Uh, he was a head coach at Pratt Community College. He was an assistant coach at West Virginia for a period of time. So, like, he's been really all over basketball. And, you know, there's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. There's six degrees of Sean Flynn. So uh, anyone that you want to get to in basketball, even, you know, the penultimate NBA guys, two, three phone calls, we'd get them on the phone if we wanted to talk to them. Uh, just to chat. So anyone overseas that's playing, anyone just coming out of college right now that's an option we, we have available to us. But uh, just for reference, like let's say we lose Teddy Allen, we were 5-0 and uh, without Teddy this season, and we're 5-3 we're and three, uh, with Teddy. So if you take off your 
your basketball fan hat and put on your basketball program hat, the ball moves really, really well when you've got eight, nine guys who are at the same level in terms of like trust and connectivity and skill. Um, and, you know, any guy can fill it up and get 25, but everyone averages 12 to 15. So it's more of a group approach without Teddy versus with Teddy where, you know, uh, it's feed the ball through him. So I think either way, no matter what happens, we're going to be okay. And, uh, you know, now that the G League is over for the season, um, we have our pick of guys if we lose uh, a few guys to the NBA Summer League. So I don't think it will be difficult for us to, to – get guys if we need to but yeah that's minor league sports it's, it's a little bit of a revolving carousel um of guys but that means you know our programs to doing our job uh from the basketball side yeah absolutely right now you were in what second place i think so yeah second or third uh coming three um yeah for first year program i'm pleased with that since uh, i think the top four or five teams from our division make the playoffs so there's Statistically, I think one more win, statistically, it's impossible for us to miss the playoffs. So we're effectively guaranteed a playoff seat. Now we're just jockeying for position. So how many many regular season games, like a year? Yeah, 26. 26 regular, 13 uh, at home, uh, 13 away. And uh, we played, I think, four or five at-home games, something along those lines, maybe six. Uh, And uh, the majority of our games have been away. Uh, at this point, so I think we played seven on the road, and then we've got a game this Friday um, with uh, MVS from the Chiefs. You know, like about the Scantling guy who got the touchdown pass to put the Chiefs into the Super Bowl, and he's coming out to do a meet and greet and sign autographs, and uh, you know, uh, come and watch the game. That's cool. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a big one. Uh, and say, I think that's another thing I wanted to talk about is. You know, you've brought in like Kevin from the office and um, yep. the the suit Nazi and Noel from K State, which yep, I think is right. is a great um, great marketing. You know, I mean, because yeah, there people want to come watch basketball, but you bring somebody in, you know, that people love mm-hmm. that okay. might not be huge into basketball. They're still going to come out and support. Yeah. So. Yeah. Where, where did you get that uh, thought process from to do that? It's exactly what you said. It was, okay, there's Wichita State that was a few years ago. They were averaging 8,000, Right now they're averaging 4,500. So there's roughly about three to 5,000 true, crazy, diehard basketball people that will in Wichita that will show up for just about anything. Uh, but we wanted to touch on different markets and different different areas and different uh, different uh, segments of society, and uh, it's about creating an entertaining experience for the non-basketball fan just as much as the basketball fan. Because the basketball is covered, you know, we've got the people to do that. The entertainment, the music, the celebrity guests, the mini games during timeouts, the the announcer, the whole thing. It's really more about a production and almost like you know, a play or a movie mixed with a basketball game so that if you don't like basketball, you'll still have a good time and, you know, uh, really enjoy yourself. Um, that is the focus of what we're trying to do. So, I mean, frankly, minor league sports, unless you're a big sports guy like me, you don't really care all that much. It's hard to, you know, unless you're a big, big time sports guy. Um, so we wanted to get other pieces of society interested in the Sky Kings and, uh, we've seen, uh, 
a lift in, in a different cross section of people uh, at every game that we have a celebrity at. You know, it was basically everyone's K State at this last game. Yeah. <laughs> it was a sea of purple. Yeah. You know, That's which cool. was fun to see. Um, where did the name come from? Like, where did the logo and the name come from? Yeah, I mean, logo, like, uh, I thought it would be cool to have uh, a guy in a big chain um, with lightning because uh, I wanted to put a chain on a jersey. I'd never seen that before, and I thought it would be really cool. You know what's funny um, about that is I have that same exact thought process, like a chain on a shirt I've always wanted. So yeah. see it on the jersey. Go ahead and, and send yeah, me one exactly. of those. <laughs> I, I, I need a big boy size one if you have them. We should have New Jersey's coming in in a couple weeks, and I think they're online. Uh, you know, double XL or three XL uh, available on online for sure as well. Uh, I, I'll text you afterwards with the, with the link, but to, yeah, we uh, we really wanted to kind of come up with something unique. And uh, you know, Sky King was a plane that was manufactured here in Wichita, in Kansas, uh, between I think the '40s and '50s. So it's a nod to Wichita's history of aviation and Kansas's history of aviation in general. Cool. Um, plus, it looks cool, so that's right. part of the reason. And and I work at Spirit, so oh, nice. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you know, on the twenty-first, I don't know if they sent out an email. They should have. Uh, it's the uh, uh, Spirit employees get in uh, free anyway. So I mean. You guys were going to come to the game on Friday. You were going to get in for free uh, if you show your badge. I think they were supposed to send it out, but who really checks their, you know, employee max general email? So there's a little little plug for the spirit people. Absolutely. No, actually, I did see that. Now I have okay. ha- I've had I have had people ask because you know I brought up we're going to interview here you here. Um, so how does that work? So you bring your badge, and yep. is that just for you to get in, or can you get? You and your wife? No, as or... many people as you want. I mean, look, it's a 10,000-seat arena, and I I've, I haven't made billions of dollars. Like I said, I can't buy an NBA team, but I, I didn't do this with the express reason to make money. Um, I did it because I love sports, and I wanted to have a ton of fun, and then the money will follow if you make the experience really, really amazing. So if it's you, your wife, and your kid, and your neighbors, and your cousin's dog from a second remove, like, that's fine. Oh, we can you know, bring we're, dogs? We're really <laughs> loose on the, on the, well, not really. You get my point. But, you know, it, it, we're real loose on, on the free ticket rule. You know, we've sent out mailers with some free tickets. We've run uh, some contests for free tickets. So uh, the name of the game is about brand recognition first and foremost. And look, I'll, I'll reach into people's pockets in a year or two and take $10, $15 a game. I'm not real stressed that 100% of the people that walk through the door uh, pay. Uh, that's not the focus uh, for us. The focus is really making it super fun. So if we had 7,000 people there and, and 4,000 people paid, 3,000 were free, um, I'm super, super happy with that more than just having 4,000 only paid. Uh, so there's not really a hard and fast rule. You can bring just about as many people uh, as you want as long as you show the badge. Was it hard to get Charles Coke Arena kind of locked down, or was that just you kind of asked to play there and it just happened? Um, a little of this, a little of that. It, it, it's a university at the end of the day, so it's, it's not really an arena that's run as a for-profit business. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a little bit of cajoling and convincing, but, uh, you know, uh, and some learning curves on their end, some learning curve on our end. But I think we've all kind of kind of settled into a nice, happy medium um, at this point. So, 
yeah, it was a little hard, but it's always hard with universities to, to get them to do things um, with other organizations because at the end of the day, they are a university. They're not uh, a for-profit arena. That is their arena. And, and uh, you know, they, they open it up to, to outside organizations within reason, but it's rare to see something this long at Coke. So the fact that we're able to do that is a real, real testament to the, the, the program we're building here. Nice. Now, now I don't want to put you on the spot, but I was curious. Since you know, you drop all these celebrities' names and and that are coming. Can you break any sure. news and tell us one that's upcoming so our fans can find out about it before maybe the public? Do you have yeah, hundred percent. I know we just did K-State. There were a lot of people saying, when's KU? When's KU? When's KU? So we're going to do Mario Chalmers, uh, who was on the Miami Heat LeBron teams, who won a championship with them and was also a KU legend about 10, 15 years ago. Um, an NBA champ and a really all-around impressive basketball guy uh, who's going to be on the 30th. Um, and then cool. we may do – I'm sorry? I said, that's cool. I'm a KU alumni, so, yep, I love that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We may do Devontae Graham, who's a KU alumni and active roster player right now with the San Antonio Spurs in May. I've been working, working Mahomes and Kelsey's agents for months, months and months and months and months and months. Oh, and months, oh, and months. You would sell that and bitch I would, out. <laughs> I would love to make that happen. The issue is the the public meet and greet is is the the hard hard no for them. It's they'll do it. It's just the sheer amount of people they have to meet at this stage of their career. Like, you know, they're not really, really keen on that. And I don't know if I want to be the guy that like makes it cost prohibitive for people. Cause like if I bring Mahomes and then it costs 75 bucks and there's only a thousand people that get to meet him, it seems like it's not fair to the majority of, of people in Wichita uh, so we'll we'll work on that. I, I think they'll come around here, uh, if not this season, next season, uh, and we'll do it as uh, you know the first game of the season or, or you know last game of the season, something like that, uh, before football season starts. And uh, so we're we're working we're working for sure. Every dime we make goes right back into this business. It's not a thing where I'm trying to pull money out of it. It's the opposite. I'm trying to make the fan experience as insane as possible. And if we sell five thousand tickets this weekend, great. That means I have, uh, you know, what, six grand, $75,000 to go play with and find uh, another celebrity that people in Wichita really want. That's cool. It's pretty refreshing to hear that come from, you know, like an owner, you know, because a lot of times it's money this, money that, and you're more just trying to build and get a rapport, you know, with Wichita too. And I find that very refreshing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, one thing I want to say, you know, you brought in great guests. Wichita's kind of a big pro wrestling town, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that's something you've looked into, but I mean, you. Let me ask you guys a question: If Hulk Hogan came, but he's expensive, it's the same cost as MBS twenty five thousand dollars. Would we draw a crowd, or would people think it's too gimmicky? <sighs> Hulk Hogan's pretty. I mean, he's the Hogan, big deal. Hogan's yeah. pretty big. Yeah. I'll tell you this: there's a local comic book store, and they brought in. 
I want to say it was either Sting or one of the Hardy brothers. Sting, yeah. And they charged okay. $70. And I know for a fact they sold at least 800 to 1,000 tickets. That's ridiculous. And that's and that's okay. at a $70 price point. So if you're selling yeah. $10 tickets to a game and they get to meet Hogan, you know, or the Nature Boy Ric Flair would be a huge one too. Yeah, Ric Flair would be sick. Oh, man. Okay, cool. I might do it. I might do something <laughs> like that, to be honest. My thought was that it would just not scratch enough of Wichita, but if, if you guys, if, if that, that happened, and because think of the, the Jumbotron cool stuff we could run, the, the lights down, WWE style, like yeah. music and the walkout, and the whole, like, I, honestly, like, I made our marketing team watch a lot of wrestling matches in the 90s from WWE when Hogan was, was big. And I said, look, we want to copy this kind of, like, electric style on the Jumbotron, this electric style with graphics and stuff. So what they do in the WWE in terms of, like, entertainment is really, really something that uh, we're trying to emulate. So I would love, 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 personally. Uh, to meet some of those guys for sure. Yeah, I mean to have Ric Flair come out, lights go off, and he gives a couple woos to the crowd. I mean, man, <laughs> yeah. that place would be on fire. Uh, right. I have a question for Joe. We could have like an actual wrestling match. We could get uh, pads and bungees and get it set up for halftime. Yeah, and I'm sure there's some local guys that you know wrestle locally that will come out and, and do that and. To, he could he could be there, you know, well, and participate. Do a chair, do a yeah, chair on someone. Well, oh well, speaking of that, man, a uh, little shameless plug. When I was a kid, we built a wrestling, a real life wrestling ring in my backyard. It was awesome. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it wasn't just a little backyard. It was legit. So you know, don't make me put my boots back on and come out there. <laughs> oh, I will. If we get Ric Flair, I I will require it. That's, Rick that's, versus uh, Rick. Just, oh, that's great. <laughs> You just committed to it. I did. Lock. I got a belt too. I'll the wrestle him for. <laughs> I have a question for uh, for uh, Ricky here. When was the first time you heard of the Sky Kings and how? Like, I mean, was it a commercial, a well, radio? Like, how did you hear about the Sky Kings? Because I know mine, and I'll, I'll I'll share with you how my how I, mine was. I don't think I can pinpoint exact time, but I'll tell you what. The Facebook feed of the Sky Kings has been remarkable. I think that's the first place i saw it really and you know when you first see it you don't really know exactly what's going on but you click on it and you're like oh it's a basketball team then i saw you know teddy allen's coming and then i started seeing these celebrity guests and that really piqued my interest you know like mm. that that's not something you see every day especially in wichita so i but and yeah even to this day sky kings every time i pull up my facebook it's sky kings mvs is coming to town so Cool. Whoever runs your marketing of your socials are killing the game. Killing it. Agreed. Good. Mine was that uh, I'm going to take you back to the St. Patty's Day Parade. And yeah. we're, uh, we're hanging out at the parade, and all of a sudden this float goes by, and this dude comes up and has this piece of paper, and he's like, come check out the Sky Kings. I'm like, what in the hell is that? <laughs> uh -huh. I'm like, what is that? And, I mean, I had, I'm not joking, and I – find myself i mean my gosh i'm on facebook i'm on socials i mean i'm pay attention to the radio i mean i have a like a couple of businesses that i have that you know we do some marketing and stuff so it's just i'm very keen to that and it's just like i had never heard of it at all and then i get this flyer and i'm like wichita has a basketball team i'm like let's do this and so then i start 
yeah, kind of looking into it and stuff. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, here we go. Yeah. So I was pretty excited, man, when I when I found out about it. Because, I, I mean, all, in all honesty, I had never heard of it prior to that. Yeah. So, I mean, it took a St. Patty's Day parade to knock me in the head and <laughs> figure it out. There you go. No, yeah. He... I mean, we're, we're trying to fine-tune where where to spend marketing dollars and where not to spend marketing dollars. We did right. a lot of digital billboards for MBS that I think uh, I think worked. Um, I've seen them. Uh, trust me. Highway. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> now, my uh, Scotty here, my my partner, this is Ricky Scott. He uh, he owns Shamrock Graphics here locally. So yeah. I, so I was we going to okay. up if you ever need we, posters, banners, need t-shirts, 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 banners, whatever, all, all sorts of stuff. I mean, he's uh, he's the best t-shirts in town for sure. Our t-shirt company is great, but like any t-shirt company, uh, the lead time is always really really long. So if your lead time isn't two weeks, we want to talk. Sure. Yeah, we can definitely get something going. That'd be awesome, man. All right, well, Rick, you want to keep him all night or what? Well, you know, we want him to get settled in his Airbnb, <laughs> man. He's dropped news. I mean, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Mahomes, maybe Fantastic. coming. Well, Pe- I have, people are going to lose their mind over that. Well, I have one more question. You have one more you want to ask? Uh, well, I I kind of just wanted to bring up uh, Ben. We spoke uh, earlier today about you know maybe doing a a podcast from one of the games you brought that up so i just kind of want to let our fans know like is that something you guys want to see it you know let's do a live stream from an actual game that'd be cool so yeah i do personally <laughs> so i would we've we've got legit sports who do uh, a podcast every single game uh and they've uh, they've seen a nice boost from that because people come and talk to them after the game and ask them what they're doing and to you guys are a welcome anytime for sure. You know, come early, get set up. You sit right behind me in the scorer's table and you hear me cursing up a storm and yelling and <laughs> arguing. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm deep in it. So That's cool. So you're like the Mark Cuban of the Wichita Sky Kings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a lot less money and a lot less hair and uh, uh, a, lot, a lot more foolish. <laughs> All right. Well, one last one for me. Uh, where do you see the Sky Kings in two years? I think minor league basketball in general is in its very early stages in the U.S. Um, if you're not quite good enough to play in the major league baseball, uh, you don't go overseas. You play in AAA or AA. If you're not quite good enough uh, to play football, you can play in the XFL uh, now. But we've never had that ever in the United States ever for our players that are not quite there ready for the NBA or not quite good enough in the long run. And we have to shift these amazing American men to random countries all over the world and have them be away from their families, away from their wives, away from their children, away from Thanksgiving, eight-hour time difference. But, like, if we can develop minor league basketball in the United States to draw a consistent crowd, the talent level that is out there in the world that is dying to come back and play in the United States would follow. So I'd like to see consistently, you know, four or 5,000 fans uh, a night uh, in a couple of years, Um, you know, ideally, you know, paid between the 10 and 15 bucks, you know, four or 5,000 fans uh, consistently. And I want to see the ideally best program uh, outside of the NBA uh, in the United States. Uh, that would be really, really great to, to see. And we've got the money to do it. We've got the facility to do it. And I think we have the town uh, to do it. And there's a, a huge problem to be solved in minor league basketball, which is 
you know, these guys don't want to be overseas playing in Kosovo or, you know, Eastern Europe. They want to be playing here. So there's the, there's a big, big opportunity uh, for sure here with the Scott Kings. Plus, of course, Kelsey and Mahomes. I want to see them at least once in the next few years. Nice. That's uh, that's I'll put that on the list as well. Well, and, and I also want to add on to what you just said, and I think we have the owner to do it. In, yeah. in you, you. I mean, you. I mean, just your mentality of how you think and how you look at everything. I think you're on the right track, yeah. and I think the only way is up from here. Mm-hmm. You definitely see the bigger picture. That's cool. Thanks, guys. That's really kind. Thank you for having me on. This is this is great. No problem. I I got one last question, then we'll let you get yep. settled in the Airbnb. Since you're a big basketball fan, what is your Mount Rushmore of basketball players? Oh man. Okay. Um. Jordan, number one. And I'm a 90s baby, so it's hard for me to go back and talk about Wilt or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're fantastic. It's just, it's hard, it's hard to really watch those games and really put them on there. So no, no, no disrespect to, to guys like that, but I'm going to say Jordan, number one. Um, Kobe and LeBron tied for two. I like it. You got to throw, you got to throw a big on there, man. You have to, Shaq. Yeah, that's where I go. I'm debating because you've got you've got Shaquille O'Neal. Um, yeah, all right, we'll 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 put Shaq. We'll put Shaq over Dirk. I'm just such a big Dirk fan, and for him to do it on his own in Dallas, that's the thing. People don't put him in the in the context of of being up there. Statistics wise, I understand, you know, he's not uh, totally up there, but he was doing it on his own in Dallas for many, many, many years. Can you imagine if he was able to create space with Kobe on his side? Shaq yeah. was the most dominant player we're ever going to see. But like, Dirk Nowitzki changed the entire history of the NBA. I mean, he he revolutionized basketball. Big man who can shoot, like mm-hmm. that's that's because of Dirk. Yeah, so, it was nasty. Big, the first to ever do it. Fan, so. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. we'll take him off the list, but give him honorable men- mention. <laughs> and I'm tying Kobe and LeBron. You know, the, the young kids can can argue with me all day long. I'm, I'm I'm tying them. I'm not putting LeBron over Kobe. I just can't do it. I like how you think, man. I mean, because I think LeBron and, and Kobe are right there to me too. I mean, they they're different kind of animals in different ways. You know, it's kind of hard to break loose. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, once again, we want to thank you for hopping on. Hope yes, you, hopefully you had a great much. time. And um, before you go, anything you want to plug, social media, uh, website? Uh, no. No. Only um, fans. <laughs> you know, Sky Kings. That's it. Sky Kings game on Friday, MBS. Doors open at 6. Tickets are $10. Get a signature and meet and greet with the MBS. If we have a bazillion people, there will be some people who don't get to the front of the line and don't get to meet him they will still get a signature he's going to try to say and sign a bunch of stuff but like there may be some people who don't get to meet him in chit chat so if you're a diehard chiefs guy uh, or chiefs fan uh guy or girl i would i would say show up uh you know 5 because doors open at six and that way you'll be you'll be first in line that's my only fear because those marquise noel fans at k-state were lined up deep and heavy 30 minutes before the game so uh, I want to make sure everyone gets a chance. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, once again, we uh, we appreciate you coming out, buddy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see All you right, this we'll weekend. See you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
Yeah, yeah. Wow. That was tight. Dude, solid dude, man. That was a cool cat, man. I yeah, really great. enjoyed talking to him. You can tell he's very passionate Knowledgeable. about it. You know, um, kind of comes from that entrepreneur, hustler type of yeah. you know, mentality. So, yeah, I think it's in good hands with him, man, honestly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> sounds, sounds cool. Dropping bombs, dude. Dude. Kelsey Mahomes is in the works. It is wild, man. And I mean, just the way he was talking, I mean, and like how you had mentioned too, not a lot of people see business like that. They want to invest money and get a quick return, you know, because nobody wants to be out money. And, you know, for him to just kind of um, almost just, kind, you know, kind of calmly, you know, just say, hey, I don't care who comes through that door this year. We need to get people in here, figure it out, get them liking the product, get them kind of introduced to it, and then, you know, in the future, let's start making some money. And it's like, dude, you just don't really hear people kind of connect the dots like that. Not at all, man. And that, that's why I brought it up because, you know, it's always about money, money, money. Like, for example, Hardee's. Hardee's in Wichita is now no longer a thing. Gone. Well, they were only here a couple of years. They just weren't making money. So there, a lot of times when it comes to major money like that, if you're not hitting right away, people leave, man. So I, th- I think his approach on the whole deal is mm-hmm. ideal. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, and that's a double-edged sword. I mean, let, I mean, let me not steer people wrong here. I mean, you know, you can't just start something, be calm about it, and kind of, oh, we'll wait a couple of years. I mean, sometimes those years don't happen. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just don't fucking make it. And so, but I think that him and just the way he talks and the way that he kind of has a plan – I don't I don't see that happening. I think he kind of has some 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 things in the chamber, you know. Absolutely. So yeah, I think that, I think uh, I'm excited. Oh, I'm pumped. You know, I can't wait to go to a game, honestly. Dude. I'm really excited. I mean, I like I love basketball. Yeah. And just to see it kind of played at that level, um, you know, kind of fun. And he, he said we got to open anytime we want to come do a live pod in there. That is cool. I mean, how sick would that be? That know? would be nasty. Bring some people with us, have special guests. I mean. That would be cool, man. Who knows? That would be cool. But, yeah, very very cool guy. Thank you, Ben, yeah, for uh, joining us tonight. That's absolutely. Really cool. Big shout out to you, man. Uh, well, guys, hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Um, yeah. Uh, let us know on social. Let get, us out, know. Yeah. get out there and go to a game, you lazy bastards. <laughs> Yeah, especially if you're a big Chiefs fan, man, this Friday, we're going to try to drop this one as a bonus a little early. You know, get 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 people going to games. And one thing I'm tired of hearing like people say, and just don't say it around me at all, but, oh, Wichita doesn't have anything to do. There's nothing to do in Wichita. Save it. Yeah. I'm so tired of that. That's yeah. so ridiculous. It's, either you, It's redundant. Yeah, I mean, either um, you're talking about, you know, not spending money or this and that. Guys, let's be real here. If you want to go out and spend some money, do it. If not, there's tons of things in Wichita to go see that doesn't cost money. But a $10 ticket to a, you know, a basketball game, that's not that's not terrible. Yeah. Oh, you, you can't find something better than that. You know. It's $10 to get into a South High game. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So, so, yeah, get out there, that's man. Cool. He's bringing celebrities. He, I mean, he brought Chalmers. He's, Chalmers is Gonna late, bring him in. late this month. Mm-hmm. And, uh, who's the other one? Mason? Who did say? Frank Mason? No. Uh, uh, Devontae Graham. Graham. Graham, Graham. Shit, yeah. I'll be the first one in line. Yeah, maybe maybe we podcast from that game. Me and Devontae go way back. Yeah. <laughs> ben, we might need to set that up. Yep. Devontae Graham, podcast day. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah, let's know on the socials. Let's know... Uh, if you go to the Sky Kings, let's, uh, let's see your pictures. Let's do all that jazz and keep up with it. But until next time, Boober out. Daryl out.
Welcome to the Daryl and Boomer Show. Let's pounce. Let's pounce.